I'm delighted to welcome Ronan O'Hora, Head of Advanced Performance Studies and also Head of Keyboard, and Alistair Tate, Head of Chamber Music at the Guildhall School, who are giving the first Faculty Artist Recital of the Term on Monday the 8th of November. Welcome to you both. Thank you. Um, Ronan, we'll go to you first. Um, you performed in the first Faculty Artist series back in 2008, so can you tell us a little bit about the series and what's special about it? Well, we felt that... that one thing that was particularly distinctive about Guildhall was it does have an exceptional number of performing artists on the faculties in all in all the departments, and that it was right to, to kind of celebrate this fact. It's it's part of the whole ethos here that we don't we don't have a sense that in a sense there are students and professors and we know how to do it and they don't, as it were. It's more a, a, a precisely a celebration of the of the, the continuum that we are students and performers as well and for them to see us in action is both useful obviously from a from a there is a, a sort of sense in which hopefully you can try to demonstrate some practicing what you preach but but also the, the whole feeling of sharing the experience and and the way the series has developed since I first played in it is that now we've expanded it to include uh, interaction chamber music with students which is exactly what will be happening in this concert and this concert in a way is the sort of the, the, the starting point for that new uh, direction in the Faculty Artists series. So you're performing with a string quartet in Absolutely. this concert. Yeah. And Alistair, you're, um, as head of chamber music, um, I suppose you've kind of got string quartets more involved in this series. Um, can you tell us a bit about how students get involved in chamber music at Guildhall and what the chamber music programme offers? Well, at the moment, since, since coming, um, one of the main things I've been trying to energise is that chamber music is really a central core provision for every student, regard, regardless of the discipline, because I think, um, for me, chamber music is all about human skills. Um, and, as I said, regardless of where students end up after they leave college, that level of interaction, communication, learning about themselves vis-à-vis other people um, is something that is a vital skill and something that can really be learnt from chamber music. Um, So from the beginning, certainly in the strings at the moment, um, groups are put together from day one and have regular coachings and are try, try, we try to encourage them to work through problems rather than just falling at the first hurdle and trying to get another group. I think that's actually a really important lesson. And of course some groups um, will hopefully carry on and the continuity is very important to build. Um, but obviously that will take time to, to sort of really establish but it's certainly one of my aims to get that going. Um, the quartet that we're actually working with on Monday, um, they aren't so much a student quartet now, they're sort of one of the first of our senior um, quartet fellowships, it's a new fellowship that is set up. Um, and they're an extremely experienced, young, um, international quartet now, British-based international quartet, the Heath Quartet. Um, and they are actually helping us as part of this fellowship in coaching some of the younger groups as well. So it's very much a, a midway process um, as they are outperforming an international stage. It's a really good way for them to start to hone their own teaching skills and get them to start questioning how they can interact with younger students and also as a way of letting them focus exactly on what they learnt and how they can impart some of these these skills back to the younger students. And what repertoire are you performing on Monday? 
Well, Ronan is going to be doing the Brahms Piano Quintet with the Heath Quartet, and I will be playing the um, the Schubert String Quintet with them as the second cellist. Is there a particular reason why you chose that repertoire? And is it is it something that's, that's... Um, very easy reason? It's great. <laughs> Absolutely. I think I think we felt particularly as um, as I said, this this concert marks a sort of new direction in the series. And uh, I mean, as Alistair said, you know, the heats are at a level where you know they, they are not students in that sense. And, and any students who would play in this series, or we, the, the, the prime requisite is this: we are absolutely confident they can perform on any stage at the highest level. So there are no sort of apologies to be made or, or, or sort of considerations to be given. Mm-hmm. Um, and we actually just, it was just one of those wonderful occasions where we think, well, wouldn't it be wonderful to do these, these are two of the great chamber music pieces. And, and the thing about having a quartet, the, the quintet repertoire, um, if, you, if you have, you know, as it were, a real quartet, a real unit like that, then the quintet repertoire is something very particular and special because a quartet is a sort of, it is the base chamber music unit. It's very interesting as a pianist if you play chamber music with string players. Uh, it's very different, for instance, playing piece like the Brahms Quintet with four string players, you know, it's four wonderful chamber music players, and playing it with a quartet, because that you do sense uh, from the, as it were, the outsider's position of just just how tightly a, a string group has to gel. Yeah. So and and as I say, these are, 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 are if most people had to make their their top ten choice of, of favourite chamber works, I think these two would, would, would usually score pretty well. <laughs> <laughs> and Ronan, in your role as Head of Advanced Performance Studies, you also oversee some of the major collaborations that the school has with other organisations. Um, so for students who are perhaps considering studying at Guildhall, mm. um, particularly postgraduate level, um, what can they look forward to? Obviously the principal one is the Barbican, and it is our, you know, it's, it's, we, are, we are family with the Barbican, and that, that relationship is growing very, very um, positively, uh, particularly in the area, in the performance area, where it's beginning to give a very significant amount of performing opportunity on the Barbican main stage to the students. There are something like 13, 14 concerts this year, um, and we're actually going to, to uh, Alistair's initiated, there'll be a, an evening concert at the Barbican as a sort of chamber music uh, celebration, um, and that will be, as it were, a main evening concert as opposed to the early evening ones but the collaborations are, are extending in all sorts of ways I mean the, the Banff Centre in Canada we now have an agreement with where we can send a number of students there for a few weeks every year which is a wonderful thing because it's an extraordinary uh, place and uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a statement of trust from Banff and Guildhall that they know we understand the level they're talking about and they, they're very happy, they're not only really prepared but very delighted to offer these opportunities. But these things are vital for senior students and, and the fellows here. People are, that Music is not one of those professions where you study, then you qualify, then you're a musician. It's, that, it's an, a constant evolution. You're a, you're a professional in a way from the, the minute you start taking music seriously and you're a student all your life. So, but but in, in career terms, the hardest part is often that... that Kind of end of formal studenthood and beginning of, of, of uh, you know, being out in the profession. And in truth, a place like Gilter tries deliberately to blur those edges. It's not. It's 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 precisely 
uh, a reflection, we feel, of what studying music seriously is, that um, it should be, in a sense, indivisible. We, we would hope, for instance, in this series, and I'm sure it will be true, that if people were playing behind a screen, uh, the audience would not know who were the professors and who were the, who were the students. Yeah. The only visual difference will be the grey hair on the stage. Or <laughs> yes, well, absolutely. The, the slower walk on and off. But, well, that's, that's, yeah. um, well, you also have a busy international performing career, as, as do you, Alistair. Um, so how do, you, how do both of you balance that with teaching and heading up quite busy departments at the school? It's, it's an endless, a creative juggling act. I mean, and, and I think most musicians are very used to working in that way. Um, they are, I suppose, the, the, the common parlance of multitasking or whatever. It is. It, in truth, people who have a full-time performing career, I think probably most, as it were, the man in the street, never realises just how many things that entails that don't not do with performing at all. Even hugely celebrated performers... That, it, they have to organise a lot of their life in reality. Uh, and there's a lot that, if they can't do that, you can't have a career, however distinguished you are. I find that uh, I don't have one head, as it were, when I'm teaching, and one when I'm playing, and one when I'm, when I'm organising. It, it is, it's all about music, and you bring the same awareness and understanding all the time. Um, and and, and uh, but is, is it the same for you, Alistair? Well, I think, for, for me, performing, um, obviously, I... For about ten years, it was fully a performing career um, with the Belcher Quartet. And since leaving that, the teaching has taken on a much bigger role for me. Um, and the performing is something which now I have to say it fits in within the other within the teaching aspect. Um, so in that sense, the balance has shifted a little bit for me. But it's really important that the performing that I do, as Ronan said, it fits in. It fits in completely. I'm the same person. I'm not feeling I'm splitting myself between the two. Um, and also transmitting that to the students when you teach and going back to what I said earlier about chamber music being at the core, core of every student's life I suppose what I really love about Guildhall is there seems a very common aim to try to bring about a curiousness in the students so it's not about students leaving here as Rona said as a fully formed, um, qualified, graduated musician Actually, in some ways, I would hope that when students leave here, they have even more questions than they ever did when they came in, and because that is what's actually going to provide them with a really creative, insightful and fulfilling career, um, which hopefully then will involve teaching, because teaching is just about as much about interaction with fellow musicians as chamber music is. Yeah. And you mentioned as students leave here, and we had graduation day earlier this week, and there's been lots in the news about kind of graduate unemployment and things like that. So what advice would you give to students as they graduate from here? How does a new graduate get their career off to a good start? I think first and foremost, again, I go back to the word curious, interested, full of life. I'm a strong believer that if people really are passionate about a creative idea or a creative direction that then they have all the energy to put into all the different things which are needed now um, in terms of their own publicity, making contacts, marketing. Um, These are aspects of the profession which are far more important than even, say, ten years ago um, for students. So I think it's even more vital that they 
they really are in touch with what they really want to do and not just what they think they should be doing. Absolutely, I think that's... that's and I think the, the, the most striking thing about the music profession, like, like a lot of professions, I suppose, is that the rate of change within it is now very, very fast. I mean, the music profession that I started out in was, in, in many respects, perhaps not that different to everything that had been set up at the end, end of the Second World War, where um, a lot of systems with the BBC and things began to evolve, and there was a certain kind of stability about that. Now it is a much more uh, quickly changing environment where you create your own career and your own image, I think, much more for, than, than ever before. And so the students, it's vital. We, we do everything we can to try and instil in them a sense that they are literally creating their own career. And that's it applies to everything as much as being able to be professionally reliable, someone that people will want to work with as opposed to not want to work with. And also that they have a very strong sense of their individual identity because what tends to be the, the most common factor among performers uh, in the music profession who are successful in the sense that they are you know, clearly fulfilled and busy is that you have a very strong sense of who they are. You don't confuse them with somebody else. And that, that sense, it's not simply about being good enough. I mean, obviously standards have to be attained, but there also has to be character and distinctiveness and, and, and a sense of growing. These, these students who graduate now from Guildhall have a long, long career in front of them. That, that generation will all be living till they're 100 and, and probably working till they're 95. So it's, it's, a long, it's a long evolution, and I think it's very important for them to, to sense that. Yeah. Well, thank you very much to you both. Um, and we look forward to seeing you perform in the Faculty Artist Recital on Monday the 8th of November at 7.30. Thank you very much. Thank you very much. Thank you.